We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Head football coach of the University of Kansas Jayhawks, Coach Les Lyon. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, what's good? Welcome to the first ever Ain't No Seeds podcast. Um, it's been a long time in the making. I'm here. I am Ryan at our Reinhardt 2012 on Twitter. I am here with uh, my guy B Turn, um, B Turner 23 on Twitter. Yes, I think uh, I think true. a lot of people know him as a fake Bill Self guy, though. How you like being known as? fake bill self guy oh i don't mind it man um it's not the worst thing to be known for that's true (laughs) that's true you got a lot of people that come up and ask about uh doing it on the spot yeah all the time sometimes i get nervous sometimes but (laughs) i'll do it yeah you're every once in a while a little self-conscious about your bill self sometimes (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so basically a little background me and brayden oh wait i forgot to introduce uh a b so a b anthony backs on twitter is going to be producing the pod. He doesn't have a mic, but say what's up. What's going on, folks? Welcome. Um, we're really excited to be here. Can't wait to give you some stuff to listen to. Yep, there he is. <laughs> there he is. He's the guy doing all the editing. We had no idea how to do any of that, so shout out to him. Yeah. A um, little intro. Like I'm not even going to lie. Me, B-Turn, and A-B here, we hardly even know each other. Um, we know each other through Twitter pretty much. I think this is the second time I've ever met B-Turn, maybe like the fourth time I've ever met A-B. So, uh We'll see how chemistry goes. How you feeling? I feel good. I mean, me and AB have known each other since when? Probably, yeah. AB doesn't have since I was a kid. So yeah, and we went to we lived in the dorms together at KU. So for sure, and that's kind of honestly how we became friends. Uh, D 
dudes I went to high school with ended up living next to B turn and A B in the dorm. So that's kind of how we got all together. But a quick little story on how I first ever <laughs> knew B turn. This dates back to like 2010, 2011, 2012. So <laughs> I had this jacket. It was fire. I'm sure you guys have all seen it. It's one of those uh, KU jackets with uh, all the banners on the back, all the national title banners. I loved it. No one ever really had it. But I'd be at Allen Fieldhouse, and I'd always see this dude that always had my jacket. And I was like, I like that guy because he always had my jacket. And uh, <laughs> here we are. Now we're doing a pod together. Shout out to that jacket. Our team, we wore those in 2010, didn't we? Maybe. When Xavier Henry was there. Probably. I yeah. I mean, I think I, got jackets. I think I got it around Yeah, I haven't seen too many people so. with those. So we're, yeah. some, we're real ones for that. We, we might need <laughs> to break those back out and wear them. we got to add another every banner show. to it. Um. So yeah, first episode, we're just going to, we're not going to try and be too long because we just kind of want to get our feet wet here, figure things out. We kind of want to touch on the OU game, go over a, bit, a little bit about the Iowa State game, but this will probably come out after the Iowa State game, so I don't want to give too many takes that are going to end up being wrong. <laughs> the hottest. <laughs> um, and then Big 12 predictions, and then uh, we're going to hit you with our top five moments of 2018. So uh, that should be fun. Might be a disaster at times. I told B Turn today this should be our worst pod ever, and hopefully we'll just keep yeah, getting better it's only as time goes better. on. For sure. So, <laughs> I guess let's start. Let's. Uh, how'd you feel about that OU game? How'd you feel about that uh, starting of the Big Twelve? I felt good in the first half, man. We were really active on defense, and well, we didn't get off to it. What was it? Nine two to start the game. Yeah, it was nine two, and then I think we were up twenty one eleven at one yeah. point. So it was like a nineteen to two run. Yeah, and then. End of the half strong. I thought Grimes, I thought that was probably Grimes' best half of the year, maybe outside of the Michigan State game. But yeah. no. So hopefully he's starting to get it going into conference play because we need him. And second half was rusty. Yeah, uh, yeah um, for sure. I mean, Grimes, it's kind of the time where Oubre started to figure it out, I think, yeah. early in conference play. Oubre wasn't even – I mean, Grimes, you would almost say, is ahead of where Oubre yeah. was. Oubre was coming off the bench, wasn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. Oubre wasn't even playing. There was like – wasn't I think like fourteen year old Svee was playing more yeah. minutes than Ubre that year. <laughs> Remember so. that Kentucky game? <laughs> yeah. oh my God. So uh obviously Grimes needs to get it going. He was definitely more aggressive than he had been. Yeah. Um he got on Dotson. The f- yeah. Oh yeah. Well I guess the Grimes, you just brought it up, you said it, the getting on the floor, Bill Self called it the best play he's made at K. Yeah. Led to a layup for Dotson, you know, right? Oh yeah. And one, you know Bill Self loves a good dive on the floor. I believe he once called that Jamari trailer diving play against Texas the greatest play in like <laughs> Kansas history. So that gets Bill Self going. Um for sure. We gotta have Grimes going. Um Dotson I thought was great. He's been it's been crazy consistent. I thought yeah. Dotson was going to be a guy that would maybe struggle early on, but he's yeah. been probably our third most True consistent guy, man. fourth most consistent guy. So, shout out to Dot. I'm the driver of the uh, conductor of the Dotson train. So, yeah. if you guys want to hop on, you better hop on quick. Exactly. Yeah, he's super good around the rim. Reminds me of Frank, obviously, For the way sure. he finishes and draws contact. For sure. All right. So, I guess kind of what we wanted to talk about specifically with that OU game was uh, – Yudoka coming back, obviously he came back for that uh, cupcake game last Saturday, but mm-hmm. Doak was back in action. When Doak was gone, Diedrich was probably the best player in the country. I think yeah. I, I think he was at 22-12 and 12 a game mm-hmm. when Yudoka was out. Um, obviously doing four guards around him seemed to help him. Now Yudoka's yeah. back. He clearly didn't look near as comfortable, and I think it simply comes down to spacing. 
Um, yeah, Doak takes up a lot of space. He's, he's not a, a small guy. <laughs> he's a big boy. What did uh, I mean? Are you worried about that? You think we're gonna get things going, or where, where do you? What are you feeling about Doka and Dietrich together? I think we'll get things going. I mean, it'd be nice to get the high-low action going a little more because Dietrich can pass. I mean, what Bill say, best passer we've had, and oh, he's yeah. a big man. Yeah, and so. I mean, I think that's what makes Udoka so good. Udoka's great with Dietrich. Dietrich's not great with Udoka. And yeah. I think part of the reason Udoka is so good with Dietrich is because of how easy Dietrich can get him the ball. So Yeah, you'd think Dietrich would make it easier on Doak. Yeah. He looked dominant at some stretches against OU, but just yeah. needs to piece it all together, stay on the floor, stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, Long Kruger quickly went back to the hack of doke Bill. <laughs> With I how many minutes left? <laughs> like six minutes, five minutes, all like that. <laughs> uh, Bill was uh, – Bill let him play one more. I think we ended up coming down the court, and Yudoka just set like five ball screens, but – yeah. Which is fine. I like that we're not getting in the ball, but yeah, he got that rebound after he missed the one and one. Yeah, so quickly got rid of the ball. <laughs> so I don't know how much you love having a guy that can't touch the ball in your offense when the final five minutes of the game. So, yeah. um, Bill went away from him, which I liked. I think that's what we got to do this year. When you have a guy like Diedrich, I think you got to. Sucks for Yudoka. It sucks for us because Yudoka is one of our best players. But yeah. At this point, it's not a confidence issue. is just not ever going to be a good free throw shooter, and I no. think that's pretty clear. So, <laughs> I don't know. Got any other thoughts on OU? We're 1-0. We didn't cover the spread. I think the spread was uh, – Ten or so? Uh, or? I saw ten, but I also think it was eight and a half. A.B., what'd you have? Eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half from A.B. A.B.'s are – well, these two are degenerate gamblers. I've been I've been <laughs> taking a little break because I lose a lot, but um, – First half, we were – how much were we up at half? 15? Yeah, 40, 40 to 25 yeah. at half. Spread looked golden, and then – I don't like, think we scored a bucket in the first six, seven minutes of the second no, half. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. So, um, anyone that had the Hawks over – or the Hawks minus eight and a half, thoughts and prayers. Um, yes. <laughs> prayers up. <laughs> Do you uh, – you got any other thoughts on the OU game? Um, I don't know. Maybe we can. I mean, LeGerald, he's forcing a lot right now. I think for sure. It was weird. Bill took him out of the game. The final like Charlie played the final like three yeah. four minutes. Missed which, both those free throws. Yeah, which I didn't love. Not a great showing from our guy Chuck Moore. But um, he forced a lot of shots too. But LeGerald, I just think LeGerald needs to move the ball a little more. He kind of notorious for taking one dribble inside the three point lane, throwing up a shot. They've been going in this year, I know, so that's it's, the thing. I don't really get mad when the dude shoots, but he's uh, he's gotten really good at making awful shots, and he's even got he's like getting that J.R. Smith mentality where he'll he'll have a wide open three, pass it up, and then do a little crossover step back in and take the face. three anyways yeah. in someone's Contested face, but shots. he's making it. So, like you said, it's hard to get mad at the yeah. guy, but you worry about it being sustainable for the whole Big 12 season. So. What did you think about our defensive effort? Do you think first half was more of us being active or just OU not scoring? Because I, I like this team's defense. I don't yeah. I don't know where we – I know at one point we were top five in defensive efficiency. Um, I would imagine we're still right around there. I mean, what did we hold them to, 63 points? We went 70-63? Yeah, 70-63, right? Okay, we're eighth in, uh, according to AB, shout out to producer AB, we're eighth in defensive <laughs> efficiency. Throwing me up, throwing me numbers from across the table. Because, um, like we said, it started off 9-2, and that was really early. Yeah. And they had, what, 25 at half, so we held them to only 16 more the rest of the half. Yeah. 
So. I just we were but you were at the game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Me and Ryan were both at the game and it just I felt like I was watching him closely, obviously, on defense and I thought LeGerald was super active and Quentin too. I mean Quentin needs to be active right now if he wants to play or Bill you know how Bill is with freshmen. Oh yeah. And actually early on in the game, um that reminded me, Quentin I think got pulled like two, three minutes in, Bill like threw a fit because he uh I think it was a switch on a manic or your guy Larry Bird, as you say. Yeah. Um, uh, Quentin didn't recover in time. Bill freaked out, pulled him out of the game. And uh, so it wasn't a hot start, but it was nice to see Quentin come back and figure it out. I think uh, I think Bill only hit the scores table <laughs> once. Yeah. He was uh, pissed about something. That, that poor score table, always in Bill's way. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I think that's all we got on OU game. Um, like I said, we'll talk a little bit about the Iowa State game here. I don't have a ton of takes on Me Iowa either. State. I haven't uh, watched them too. Have you watched them much this a, year? They haven't played anybody. I mean, their best win is maybe San Diego State in the Maui. Yeah. I think they won another game in the Maui too, but they haven't played a whole lot of people, but they're I mean, they're I think 11 and 2. They're pretty They return a lot Wigington um yeah. and Shayok Shayok from Virginia. Yeah, the Virginia They got a lot of dudes and they had a lot of dudes that were hurt and now are coming back, so it'll be interesting to see how they I integrate the averaging close to what, twenty? I think he's at nineteen, something like that. So he's a stud. Um now actually I guess the main thing that came out to me about this game is we are one point underdogs. It's pretty dogs. rare. Pretty rare for us to be underdogs in Big Twelve play, I think. Yeah. Obviously occasional road game but yeah like bill says big 12 road games never easy to win no i i think this is sneaky one of the bigger big 12 games of the Mm -hmm. whole season it feels weird because it's still freaking january yeah first road game so it doesn't feel that big but if this was if this was mid-february this would be a huge game so i hope what is this our second true road game yeah second true road game and that one didn't do too hot which by the way arizona state fresh off their uh KUN has uh, dropped one to Princeton and uh, Utah. Utah. Utah last night, right? Wow, so they are scorching hot. Shout out to that oh, loss. Um, I don't want to touch on that game. I yeah, was let's, not happy at the end. Let's skip that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like you said, though, that was our first true row game. We handled it well early. We controlled um, the whole game. We, so maybe that that gets us going and you add in a guy like Udoka, experienced guy late yeah. in the game on the road, maybe we'll be fine. Um I don't know. What do you think we're gonna win? You, what's your prediction? Oh man, I always want to say we're gonna win, but that's always a tough environment for anyone, and especially us. For sure. Shayok's been really good, and yeah, Wigginton. I, uh, I actually talked to an Iowa State fan. He, uh, his worry is, he says it won't be the normal Hilton due to the fact that all the students are gone. So that's I feel like we, know, but I feel like we never play in Ames this early. No, I think play. we did. I think we did with Wiggins and Embiid when Embiid was Went the greatest off. player on earth that <laughs> night. So um, hopefully, maybe Grimes will do something like that. But yeah, yeah, oh. we need, Grimes just needs to see the ball go in, man. None of his shots are even online. Yeah, even free throws. No, yeah, I, I think I was reading. Uh, Might have been, I don't know, Jesse Newell or something. That he Grimes, I think, had four wide open threes. Uh, against OU and missed them all. So, he's uh, not making shots. Hopefully, hopefully he'll start falling. Start to make them more. He'll but, start uh, falling. So, I don't know. I, I think my prediction, though, I think we are going to win um, just due to the fact that Iowa State hasn't played anybody yet. I yeah, think, uh, they're not really tested yet. They're not tested. So, and they're a young team, too. So, I think we uh, I think we can go in there and win. I think Bill, nobody knows 
how important row games are in Big Twelve more than Bill Self. Uh, what was that? What was that stat we looked at earlier? Bill is what uh, was his record on the road in the Big Twelve? Eighty nine and thirty something. I mean, it was something outrageous. And no, I don't think any other – did yeah, any yeah. other coach have a winning record so on the road is, in the folks. Big 12? Big 12 road game records. Bill Eugene Self, 89 and 38. Second place, Scott Drew with 42 and 85. Best coach in the Big 12. Insane. Scott Drew. Um, it's pretty insane. I mean, Chris Beard, we all talk about how good he is. He's 4 and 15. Like on the road, it's just insane how different Bill Self is from all these guys. So, yeah, Beard's known as one of the best coaches in the country right now. Yeah, he's a stud. I like the guy. It's tough to win on the road in the Big 12. That's why you got to credit KU's 14 straight. You got to play nine games on the road. Yeah, people love to say it's because of the whistle at home, but the thing is, we're just winning road games and nobody else is. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, most years we're probably gonna go eight and one, nine and zero oh at home. Yep. So all you get to do is go win how many on the road? Uh, get seven, I think. Yeah. Gold and get even six, six and three. Yeah, six is and three, done, and that's so. no one even. None of those coaches have a winning record on the road, so six and three is tough. Yep. So I think we're gonna go in and get a win. Um, hoping little baby Devin Devon Dotson wins leads us to the win. So that's my guy. Um. All right, so let's move on. I guess what we got now is Big 12 predictions overall. We kind of touched on it. Um, I think most years you tell me that we go 13 and 5. five. And I'm, Should win I, the conference. 13 and 5, I think, gets a tie almost every year in this conference. And we've I done, agree. obviously, we've been a lot better than that before. This year, I think 14, or I, I think 12 and 6 could get a tie but i don't think we're i mean i think we're gonna win this thing by three three games at I least agree. i think 15 I th- and three is very possible i'm notorious for saying the big 12's down before i even watch but <laughs> yeah. big 12 is always really solid but i think this year KU's just far and above every team yeah. and i think some of the teams towards the bottom of the conference just aren't that good and yeah. who I would mean, you right now who would you say the best teams are in the big 12 well, I'd say I think obviously KU. I think Tech's, Tech's got to be number two. Um, and then I think – I mean, I think it's wide – it should be Kansas State. They they stink. They have the worst offense. I've, my city league team runs better First half-court team offense. 50. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they <laughs> – That game scored. was weird the other night. I, I was at Allen, and it was tied with like 11 minutes. And then and they get 20 ball. So, I don't know yeah, what Yeah, someone happened. texted me they were down like 17. Yeah. And it's not like Texas is amazing. Yeah. I mean, they were down uh, Dean Wade and Stokes. They didn't have either of those guys, but still getting blown out by Texas at home. Is yeah, that shouldn't happen. 47 points. So, I mean, if you'd asked me two months ago, I would have said K-State's the third best team or well, even second best team. Your boy Bruce kind of hyped them up before the year. Oh, yeah. I like – I love being right, man. I, uh, <laughs> I called that out to start the year. He's comparing this team to freaking Illinois. Darren Williams, D. Brown, D. Brown Luther, Luther Head. Yeah. Those, those guys were electric. And – uh I mean, yeah, those I don't are wanna, NBA players. Yeah, I don't know. So, obviously, I called him out, which was risky. I said Bruce is going to regret hyping this team up this much. He also complained that they weren't top ten to uh, start the year. He said we went to Elite Eight. How are we not top ten? Which I again thought was a little risky, um, and it's completely backfired on him as I predicted. And you just hate. I mean, to they see were that. they were what in the tournament eight or nine. Yeah, they were nine. They were in the eight nine game. Beat Creighton, but then obviously had the played UMBC. Seed. Yeah, so I don't know. Don't want to get too far down to the K State, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd put K State probably 
fifth or I mean I think Iowa yeah, State's right better now, than them. I mean you can't. I think give them top four better than wouldn't. them. OU's better than them. I think K State's probably at six, seven. I think Baylor and Oklahoma State are the pretty clear nine, ten. We'll have to see what K State looks like when Dean and Stokes yeah. are back. But yeah, I think Dean will be back here pretty soon. But yeah, I mean, so I think I guess pretty obviously the games I have circled for us. I think uh, at Tech. Obviously, we got that big win last year, but that's going to be super Devontae tough. Devontae carried us late yeah, there. Exactly. Are we going to have a guy like Devontae carrying the load? Um, at Morgantown, again, Devontae leading the 16-point uh, comeback last year. What's our record in Morgantown since they came in the Big 12? I think we hadn't we, won since last year, won, right? I don't think we had won since Elijah's and senior year with, like, Macklemore and those guys. Okay. Or no, no, no. Yeah. That was Elisha's senior year. Yeah. So that would have been 2013. Um, so we went 14, 15, 16, 17 without getting a win at Morgantown. And then took and last year we were getting com- yeah, comeback, just straight so. dominated. Javon Carter and Daxter Miles and them. Yep. So that will obviously be one we got to be worried about. And then we touched on K-State being bad, but they're always tough in Manhattan. So Yeah. I mean, I gotta give K State fans credit. They wake up for that game, and it's always loud. Yeah. It's. Pro- I mean, it's gonna be a good game every year, yeah. no matter what. I feel like. Especially with how young we are, that's tough environment. No environment that's more hateful and they, kind of yeah. almost intimidating um, for the young guys than that one. Um, so, and then the fourth one is Iowa State. So I think those are the four road games. If we can get, if we can get two of those, seal it. So yeah. we've got it in the bag because I just don't think we're going to struggle at home as much as we did last year. I mean, we lost to Tech. We lost to uh, Oklahoma State at home. That's that's just not going to happen. We might drop no. one. I don't see us dropping two. So I agree. I mean, we talk about how tough it is to win on the road, but if you win those toughest games on the road, you're going to win the conference. That's exactly not to be arrogant, but that's why we win it every year. Yep, and that's uh, that goes back to that Bill Self stat. He gets it done. He uh, he knows how important that is. So he can't coach though, huh? He's overrated as a coach though. People tell me chokes in the Big Twelve, according (laughs) to my sources. Most Uh, wins in the tournament since two thousand, folks. Is that true? Yeah, I think that's (laughs) true, folks. Um, And then I guess I uh, in my notes here, I wrote down no chance we lose to Baylor two years in a row. Bill Self won't allow that. He will not allow that to Scott Drew. Yeah. He's his daddy. <laughs> yeah. yep. So, plus they just stink. So uh, I think we're good there. So what about what are your thoughts on TCU? They kind of have a nice squad. We uh, we hadn't even thought. I haven't even thought about them. Um, Bain and that what's his name? The uh, ugly guy, Jalen Fisher. <laughs> hey, don't be mean. Um, uh, yeah, I mean they they are just the kind of that quiet team that mm-hmm. you don't really think about, but they're always good. Jamie f- Dixon's a stud. I feel like it's always a good game down there too. They, uh, Remember Wiggins freshman year when it yeah. was, or no, what year? No, with uh, senior year. Remember when we scored like we scored thirteen points? Bill said it was Bill Self said it was the worst performance in uh, since. Uh, Topeka YMCA. Yeah. We scored 13 points in the first half and, and lost, and that was a bad TCU They team. were horrible. That wasn't Jamie Dixon. I don't TCU. know how many games they even won that year. I think they won one. In, in conference big, play. Maybe two in the Big 12 that year. So yeah. that was probably the worst road loss we ever had, but that is certainly not the same TCU team. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they're probably a top five team in the conference. Yeah. So we play them Wednesday. Um, hopefully we'll have another pot That's out. That's at Allen, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so then – Gotta feel good about that. And Norman might be a tough one, also. Yeah, I mean, they always tough. Played us kind of tough the other night. 
second half especially, but yeah, that's I always a good game in Norman. Yeah, Lons, Lons a stud. Can't lose there two years in a row. Nope. Yeah, I guess that's true. Bill, Bill's not going to want to lose there two years in a row, and he's certainly um, Oklahoma State swept us last year for the first time in Bill's career. That has to keep him up at night. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love about Bill Self. You Allen. know he, he won't ever say it, but you know that type of stuff eats at him. He loves oh, yeah. those stats where you're just like flexing on people like Bill's never been swept. Um, Bill's never lost this many yeah, times. He might try to team. open it up against yeah. Okie oh, yeah. State. So the thing is, he always does struggle in Oklahoma State. We, t- so. we struggle in Stillwater. It's crazy. Yep. It's um, tough to win there. I mean, you could throw us three out there, and I think Oklahoma State would still give us a game. So <laughs> we're playing for Oklahoma State in that scenario. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, my, my prediction, maybe I'm being totally aggressive. Um, but I think fifteen and three is kind of my. Prediction. I think it's doable. I uh, we what was our over under for conference wins in Vegas? Fourteen. Okay, so your boy took the over. Obviously, did? yeah. Okay, well you better you better hope that fifteen and three. <laughs> you would uh, think. I mean, like I said, usually nine and zero at home. Yeah. I don't see many teams beating us at Allen in the Big Twelve this year. I mean, let's just break it down real quick. We go nine and zero at home. We already said we're winning at Baylor. We're winning at Oklahoma State. That's eleven. Yes. Um, we're winning. We. I mean, the thing about T- TCU is good, but we haven't lost there. I don't think since that the, game. Yeah. So we seem to always play well at TCU. Um, so there, you got twelve. Um, and then we need three more, which would I guess that takes us to at OU. At KSU at Morgantown at Tech at Iowa State, so and even eight and one at home. I mean, yeah, someone so might beat us at home. Most of our games have been close this year. Yeah, so I don't know. I think 15s in play, maybe 14 and four is the more realistic number. But I just, I, I'm not sold on the Big 12 like a lot of people apparently are. I mean, Ken Palm's got it as I think the number one conference, but Big we'll, 12 we'll sucks see. though. Yeah, we'll see. It's easy to win 14 <laughs> straight in a conference. So easy. It's basically mid major. Um, <laughs> All right, so I guess we are – what are we at? How many minutes we have been going? No idea. Um, let's roll into our uh, our top five moments of 2018. Right, let's do it. We, uh, so we wrote these down separately. I guess I will uh, – I'll start with mine. I've got, a, I've got the West Virginia Big 12 title game. Um, mainly thinking about Devontae pulling up from half court. Just throwing up the what was he was throwing up the Raleigh sign yeah. and like Twitter thought he was throwing up gang signs on the court <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, it was hilarious. The dude was just oozing with swag and confidence and just I mean, West Virginia built another double digit lead on us and we uh, again without Udoka a little young That's Silvio. Kinda, yeah. Yep. Hashtag free Silvio. A Please. young Silvio is uh, playing big m- minutes in that game, and just to win that when we thought we had no chance after the Udoka injury, I thought that was a big time moment and really fun. I just winning the Big Twelve tournament was just fun. Yeah. So, you know. Sprint Center, Power and Light. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not as much fun to go drink after a loss. So. No. No chance. Um, what do you got? What's your five? Five. I actually put the all the West Virginia games, and I put. <laughs> I actually wrote Bob Huggins ejected because he was uh, not too happy at Allen Fieldhouse at the end of the game. No, sir. We kind of got some favorable calls late. Never. 
the whistle <laughs> never goes our way in Allen Fieldhouse. <laughs> but yeah, God, what did he do to get ejected? He just went off. I think he well, was like at half court. Yeah, like we were on the, middle uh, of the court. I believe we were up two, uh, maybe up three. Daxner Miles passed up on like a wide open shot or something, mm-hmm. but then drove. I think I can't remember something about that, and they didn't call the foul. We got the rebound. Malik had the out, or Malik scored from the corner, right? Yeah. Three. No, that was Malik that was scored game. on a layup. Malik made a corner three to take the lead in that game, but this okay. was like with like ten seconds yeah. left. Malik gets the outlet after Huggins thought we fouled. Malik goes in, scores the dagger, and Huggins Huggy Bear lost, lost his mind. Pants were falling down. The crowd <laughs> was going crazy. It was. Uh, I love seeing that dude get mad, though. He gets so red-faced. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Bill. Yeah. He's an angry man, and he's just so sweaty. He's just, <laughs> yeah. uh, just a big disheveled, disheveled mess when he gets mad, and it's always, always pretty funny. And I also love the guys that just – West Virginia is one of those teams that just goes in the Allen Fieldhouse with the mindset of the refs are not going to give us any calls tonight. Oh, you yeah. You can just tell – and they get so angry. Yeah. And I honestly, coaches. It, I honestly think it affects them to, I don't know, maybe we're just being homers, but <laughs> it's just like, dude, chill out. Your team. Yeah. I mean, they expect not to get calls. And yeah. You're, it you're shows blowing on double the court the whole leads. time. Yeah. And like you said, your, your moment was what they have three double digit leads against us last year, and they blew yeah. all three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like. <laughs> I like uh, playing West Virginia too, just because self and Huggins' relationship. Yeah. You can, I'm sure they get wasted together after <laughs> games and stuff. And <laughs> For sure, he wore that. Didn't what Bill wear the, on the uh, road? The what is that thing? What is that thing Huggins wears? This what's it called? Come on, producer AB, pullovers. Yeah, that like a pullover. Wind yeah, br- oh, windbreaker. windbreaker. There we yeah. go. Uh, windbreaker and self, self wore that and looked Finally swaggy got a as dub ever. In Morgantown. Yeah. I hope. I hope Slim Bill rocks a. Yeah, windbreaker. Cause you might as well wear it in West Virginia. Ten out of ten, that <laughs> guy. Um, so yeah, West Virginia games were great. Um, my fourth, again, Detay. Um, I just realized this. We don't need to rehash this. My fourth was Detay at West Virginia. We were down sixteen. He uh, kind of took over that game as well. It was an awesome comeback. Got the win, but huge. We don't. We don't, we don't really need to talk about that. Um, what do you got at four? Fourth, um, I went March Malik on okay. four, okay. which I feel like was pretty low, but it was tough to do the list. Yeah, I just thought, I mean, Malik, he started the season off slow, and then he really picked it up late in the year. Obviously, everyone knows that, but he carried us in March. Honestly, Devontae looked honestly fatigued in March, as he carrying as us. Expect, yeah, he carried us all year. Yeah. We all love Devontae, one of all of our favorites, but I mean, Malik was unreal. It was, it was Seton insane. Hall game. Hitting like step back threes in people's eyes, pulling up from NBA range. He was he, he was really the Malik did. we really thought he was going to be the whole year, and it really um, started in the Big Twelve tournament. Yeah. He was yeah. putting up thirty a game, and if we don't have Malik in March, I don't. There's no way. I think we lose the pen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But Seth uh, Davis, Seth, shout out Seth Davis, come on the pod. But I don't, I don't think he had an off night in March. Even yeah. the Final Four game, he played solid. Yeah. Him and I mean. I think that's the thing that that final four game. Bill said he went back and watched tape, and he was like, "We played good." Yeah, it was just, eighty points. Yeah, it was just they didn't miss. So, no. yeah, Malik was a stud. That was awesome to see him and go then, out that way. Yeah, and then the Duke game, he had every point in overtime. Yeah. I think we'll get to Duke. I think we we probably both have that on our list. <laughs> um, my third is maybe I'm just a little obsessed with Devonte, but that Tech game that was like mm-hmm. uh, getting us our 14th straight. Unreal. Devontae going in, I don't think anyone 
I don't think anyone, let alone score or scored, let alone touch the ball. Like no, <laughs> it was in his like, hands the yeah, whole time. Late came down the court. He had that shot at the shot clock buzzer from so far away. He uh, he had the and one. He was just incredible. Yeah, that and, layup that he made that yeah, as went around was, the rim. Yeah, and, yeah, late shot clock. So he was just incredible. Um, that game was huge. That was honestly the biggest game in tech history, probably. Oh, um, for sure. They had a shot. Mahomes to win the was Big there, 12. wasn't he? Yeah, my quarterback. Oh, is that your quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they had a shot to win the Big Twelve with that win. So like that game was huge. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, having that senior guard in those Big Twelve games is yeah huge to have and maybe it'll be LeGerald this year that guy LeGerald yeah we'll see only senior yep we'll see I think I think uh I think Diedrich's got to be the consistent guy we have I think he's got to bring it every night he Um, does so and he's so good at getting other guys involved yep so So it was like we said it was nice when he was playing with four guards because you get those guys touches layups and Diedrich can shoot from anywhere he hasn't made threes consistently this year but I was actually It's a threat. Like he can shoot, so big dudes are gonna collapse on him and other guys are gonna be open, so yeah. it just makes it easier for everyone. I was actually looking, Diedrich is shooting something insanely awful from three. Like <laughs> like eighteen percent or something crazy like that. So he's not shy to shoot it either. I'm a big I'm a big law of averages guy. And I'll tell you what, Diedrich's not shooting eighteen percent on the year. From no three. chance. So I wonder what his numbers were at Memphis from three. Because he shoots. I, I mean, he's got a nice shot. Obviously, yeah. he makes mid range, makes free throws. Yeah. So we'll I have to know, look that I, one I, I up, baby. Three balls gonna. His three balls gonna improve a lot. So we'll see. Uh, what do you got at three? Three. We're gonna switch up the sport. Okay. I'm going Puka Magic. Ooh. Puka Magic. He, uh, I mean, everyone knows how talented that guy is. Uh, would you say it's a stretch to say he's our most talented player since Mangino left? Oh. Uh, Especially on that side of the ball? I would think offensively. That yeah. Uh, offensively, for sure. I mean, we've had those defensive we've had guys. We've secondary guys. I mean, Dorrance and DYs, and those dudes were studs. It was just hard to tell when they're yeah. not surrounded by a lot of talented dudes. But – yeah, I mean, Puka's insane. Um, yeah, and when you have a team that can't really move the ball, Peyton Bender can't make throws, and yeah. Puka's still putting up the numbers he did against Big 12 teams, and it's just impressive. Like, defenses are keying on the guy. It was the game in Norman, obviously, was – I mean, it caught yeah. the whole nation. Les was watching, Attention. and Les was mm-hmm. like, sign me up. But, mm-hmm. obviously, I don't want to go into the Puka stuff. Um there might be a future pod on that. Who knows? Obviously, you hate to see what's happened. I don't want to say anything about that. No. Um, but it sucks. But if he did what he did, we'll see. I don't know. It's You hate to hear it. Um, but yeah, hopefully. KU, I mean, he's got his own situation. But yeah. KU had a lot of momentum riding, yeah. we'll especially see. with Puka. Because next year, I mean, Les likes running the ball. And he get a lot of touches. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how see that how all, play out. all plays out. Which leading nicely into my number two is uh, the less miles higher. Thought that was big time. I think we all. I think we all joked about that, like back when Les Miles got hired at LSU, and uh, thinking it was a pipe dream, no chance. Mm-hmm. To think that it's actually happened is just wild. To ever look back on this program and think while watching LSU that that guy is going to be our head coach. It's just Kansas. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And he's here. And that was that coaching search season was 
the funnest maybe week of my life. I oh, accomplished yeah. zero things at work. I was on the slant. Shout out we to Jayhawk slant. slant. Yeah, Jayhawk slant, slant. All three of us were. Uh, shout out to the guy that hopped the uh, fence at Lawrence Municipal and tried to track down Jeff Long's plane. Bry Bry. Committing. Oh yeah, yeah. Bry Bry committing tarmac guy. Tarmac guy committing felonies for the uh, coaching search season. So um, that was just a really fun time in kansas yeah sports tracking his flies oh yeah shout out to uh shout out to les he's here we'll uh we'll obviously talk a lot about him on this pod yeah let's hope uh, his let's hope he's set to have a big time career here at kansas what do Um, you got what do you got at two i have a feeling we're gonna have the same top two okay so my two is also less miles higher huge for the program obviously i mean you don't find many guys that don't like this higher like on social media, like talking heads. I mean, everyone knows this is a good hire, especially yeah. for Kansas. Yeah. I so mean, he's won. He's won in the Big Twelve and at Oklahoma State. And I've heard people say that Oklahoma State's this powerhouse, but Oklahoma State. I don't think they were like ten of eleven seasons were losing seasons before he got there. Yeah. He gets there, and I think they won four games. But after that, he had a winning season every year. I think in year two he won. At OU, OU was like yeah. a top five team. So maybe that I don't know if that's season one or two, but uh, either way, he came in right away, made a statement, and uh, I think he'll he'll hopefully do that for us. And um, I think obviously he can recruit down there. Um, I guess that transitions. AB we're about to hop AB on the mic here. AB has a take <laughs> that he wants to spew. He uh, he's pretty confident in it. Um, <laughs> Let them know. Here you go. Here we, here, what do you got? <laughs> All right. So I've already been told this is absurd uh, for me to think this. But when you look at the schedule, I'm not predicting this, by the way. I just think it's very possible. Yeah, but you when are. you look at the schedule, it's lining up for KU football to possibly start 4-0 and on the season. And I know people are laughing. Ryan's over here laughing his ass off. <laughs> but we start with Indiana State. Um, I think that's going to be a W for us. Hopefully. Larry Bird plan. Yeah, Larry Bird's back. Um, and then we get Coastal Carolina. Both those games are at home. I would like to think we should be 2-0 and pretty easily there. You'd think the stands will be a little packed more than usual just because less. So, with the less momentum. You better and win excitement. that first one, though. Right. Especially so, for your prediction because you got to yeah. – <laughs> Right. So, hopefully 2-0 and should be fairly easy. Um, and then we go to Boston College. That's where it gets a little hairy. I don't think – we're going to win that game. But, <laughs> like I said, they're laughing. They're making fun of me. But, like I said, I'm not predicting this to happen. There's a chance that it happens. We're probably going to be an 8 to 10 point underdog that day. Yeah. Especially team for that makes a bowl every year. And Boston College losing um, Austin Dillon, their big running back. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen. But 10 point underdogs win every weekend. I've seen it happen. I've lost money on it because it's happened many times before. If we sneak out a win there, we come home, we're 3-0. and We get West Virginia at home. Biggest game at KU since. I mean, it has we're to be. We're 5-0 against Gino. Colorado. I mean, yeah, it has here. to be. I mean, it has to be. We haven't, so, we haven't won four games since. Right. 0-9. So then we get 08. West Vaught at home, who lost Will Greer. Holgerson just bounced to Houston. So they're going through a transition there. I mean, it's. I'm not predicting it to happen, but don't be shocked if you're sitting here on September 21st. And KU's 4-0 and uh, building some momentum into Big 12 play. But obviously, we're going to see how that goes. I'm sure I'm going to wear this. Salt takes exposed is going to kill me. But uh, just just look out for it. It's not impossible for a 4-0 start to happen. 
So if we go four and zero, are you going to start making like college football playoff predictions or? You think we'll <laughs> if we go four and zero, he's going to have us in the college football playoff pronto. He's going to be like ten and zero. Yeah, if we can play. win those four, we can win the rest. So yeah, I wanted to make sure AB got that takeoff because that's one we're going to come back and laugh. And I'm not saying less is going to be bad. I just I think that that reeks of two and two, and I don't yeah, think two and two I is agree. bad. I just think it's not. I think two and two is pretty likely, but uh, I wanted him to get that out, and we've clearly gotten quite off the rails here to get to our number one but i think as you said we both pretty much have the same one is that elite a game versus duke again malik in march was insane he scored all Crazy. our points in overtime his feet bodied top five pick marvin bagley in the post like, yeah top two pick yeah it was crazy so that game was the most fun well i say most fun i've had watching a game it was honestly the most stressful i mean so back and forth. Yeah, so back and forth. Having the shot. Feeling like the whole time we were going to lose our third straight Elite Eight game. Um, that was the biggest thing for me is we've been getting so much shit for losing in the Elite Eight yeah. previous two years. Yeah, my soul my soul couldn't have handled that. So, Not three in a row. Um, that was huge. And like you said, DT wasn't big in that game. He was didn't do a ton. Um, Svee hit the big shot, but... It really was Malik yep. the whole time, and uh, every point in overtime. It's just he's, crazy to me. Yeah, he's a Against legend a for it. Bunch um, of NBA talent. I mean, so shout out to Malik. Shout yeah. out to uh, Malik, the Hawks man. making a Final Four. Let's hope that uh, we have the same kind of thing this year. I hope. Th I think this team. I think this team's gonna be a one seed, and the Elite Eight, the the regional is gonna be in Kansas City at Sprint Center. Yep, and, uh, worked out well last time. I can't believe we lost. I that loss to the Jordan Bell is an all-time bad loss, a home game in the Elite Eight. We don't <laughs> get that. Nope. And we're about to get two in three years, and we cannot. If we make it Gotta to the take Elite Eight, man. you cannot waste those opportunities. So no. I think this team's going to be rolling by then, and I think it's very possible. But as we said, um, we'll talk more about that as the year goes on. Uh, I did have a consolation number one moment of the year, and I think it's B turn. Going on six ten to uh, do his bill self was that the most nerve wracking moment of your life? Yeah, I was definitely nervous just because all my family and friends were listening, and it was just right on the spot. Like it's not like it was behind; they could edit it. They were just asking me questions on the it. fly. Yeah, appreciate you it, man. It. So uh, I was definitely nervous. How did that even happen? Um, um, so I did the first bill self impression and kind of got some love on Twitter, and then C Carrington C dot. He quoted it and was like, this stuff's hilarious. And then not, and then this was at like night when it happened the next day, he DM me and goes, bro, that shit was hilarious. You want to come on my show today? And at first I was just like, I mean, I wanted to go, but I was just nervous. Like yeah. I was like, should I come in the studio or call you? And he's like, you can do whatever. So I just went in and awesome. did it. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. That was big time. Um, so yeah, those are our top five moments. We uh, and is there anything better than beating Duke? No, Kentucky maybe. Uh, I think I like beating Duke more. Yeah, I, this is something a take. about Coach K. This man. is a take. Um, I hate Coach K far more than I hate Calipari. I don't know if you agree with that, but I don't. I just hate Cal. I think I think Coach K is so respected and has this this like reputation of being like this clean perfect guy and there's a zero percent chance he is no calipari at least 
has the slimy look to him and i think everyone just kind of knows he's slimy and so yeah. it's almost like if you embrace the slime ball act i respect you more than a guy like yeah, coach k yeah he kind of embraces like, it coach k is like i do it for the kids <laughs> i only do it for the kids i'm just here to help build men no you're not <laughs> no you're not you're here to build your ego which is fine but I'm just saying, embrace it a little bit. So I don't agree, get me going man. on Coach K. I got a yeah. lot of. I mean, the Zion stuff obviously yeah. proves that he's not. Yeah, and that's fine. Guy, but I'm not, I mean, I don't all expect anyone yeah. to. We all know everyone's cheating, but don't pretend like Duke is in. So that's yeah. kind of where I've. Uh, Especially lately, man. They've had the number one class. He's straight up ruining Calipari. Yeah. I mean, he's taking all those Recruiting Calipari guys. Yeah. So Kentucky fans are mad, but yeah, we. Uh, We'll get off on a tangent here. I think we, I think we are good to wrap this up. You got any other things you want to say? No, man. Uh, I think we like I said, on this everything. is episode one. I think we're gonna try and get one out consistently throughout Big Twelve play. Um, we'd love to kind of recap games, and as the year goes on, you should see these dudes right now. There's a basketball game on in the background, and they're gambling <laughs> on it and just staring, not paying attention to me at all. But uh, we've, uh, yeah, we're gonna try and get one out every. Every week throughout Big 12 play, hopefully, you know, follow us on Twitter. Um, our handle is at Ain't No Seats Pod. Um, I think that's probably where you're going to see this tweeted from, anyways. So hopefully, you'll throw it a follow when you get it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. You got anything, B2? Um, all of our names are on there, too. So go give us a follow. Yep. Trying to get the followers up, obviously. Oh, yeah. For sure. So that's it for now. We will see you uh, next time at the Ain't No Seats Pod. See you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.